This is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. And welcome back to another Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, broadcasting once again from the home of the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, Dream On Studios, beautiful Warsaw, Indiana. We're in partnership with Dream On, Chippy River Adventures, the Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau. All of us are, are represented here today in this final podcast of the series Small town, big amenities. I kind of flip those sometimes, but small town, big amenities. We've talked with a lot of different people up to this point about what goes on here and the reasons why to be here, have a staycation here, things to do here. And we've got a couple of a uh, couple of interesting dudes with us here today. First of all, interesting dude number one, my co-host Jody Claypool. Jody, hey Ryan, how's the river? Uh, it's good. Yeah, river it's levels good. are up. I was gonna say I like this rain. Yeah, rain's good. We'll need some more, but uh, good times floating on the Tippecanoe River. And another partner in crime this time from the Conventioners and Visitors Bureau, Corey Humes. Corey, how are you? I'm good. How are you both today? I'm thrilled to be here as always. Good, yes. And Corey, where are you going after this? Well, I am leaving the borders of Kosciuszko County for just a weekend. I will be back. Representing Wells County, County. <laughs> the Wells County Convention of Visitors Bureau. At their Bureau, state right? park this yeah. weekend, yes. Okay, yes. well, we'll we'll forgive you for that. Thank you, yes. As long as you do a good job here. I if, always. If we, if we have thumbs down on this podcast, yes. you have to stay. Yeah, I got I can't leave the boundary boundaries ever All right. again. Well, gotcha. Corey, who do we have here that we're talking to today in this final in the series? Well, we have Chuck with Lake City Skiers, which um, I have been able to meet and learn lots about. Show skiing over the past year, being at the Convention Visitors Bureau, and Jack with Wake Safe Winona. Wait, Wake Surf Winona. So sorry, Jack. So they're joining us today to talk about um, all things water and water sports. All right, thanks for being here, gentlemen. No problem. Thanks good, for- good, good to see. You. All right, first question I'm sure on everybody's mind. I'm going to go down to the uh, wake surfing guy because this was the <laughs> discussion that we started off with, and I know you're itching just to explain yeah, it again. It's ahead. not like you haven't heard this question before, right? All the time. What the heck is wake surfing? So it's actually one of the easier uh, water sports to participate in. Um, I've taught as little as six, seven-year-olds to 50, 60-year-old dads. Um, it's often confused with wakeboarding, which is uh, much more difficult and more uh, fast-paced, high-speed. Uh, so wake surfing itself, you're going about 10 miles an hour. You're right behind the boat, and the boat actually creates a wake for you to be able to ride on. And uh, riders, as they're learning, they can use a rope uh, to kind of stay behind the boat. But eventually, the goal is to be able to throw that, and then you don't have to use it anymore, and the wave itself is actually creating a push in order to keep you behind the boat. And the size of the board, is it the size of the surfboard or the size of the wakeboard? Uh, well, there's many different variations. This, this, man, we have about 11 different wake, bo- or wake surfboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, wakeboards, you're strapped in. Your feet are strapped into the board itself, but wake surfing, they're not. So your feet are 
easily able to come off and you're able to move the board however you wish. So it's makes it simpler, but there's also different complications that come along with it too. All right. And so then sitting next to you is the guy with the high speed side of it. Yep. Uh, Lake Skitty Skiers. Chuck, uh, tell us a little bit. Bring those that don't know about Lake City Skiers up to speed as to what it is you guys do. All right. Well, we perform a one-hour show uh, every Sunday and Tuesday night throughout the summer. And it's completely uh, choreographed, themed show with costumes, music, announcers, uh, family, fun entertainment. Uh, Encompasses all of the different uh, disciplines of water skiing bring it into the show so you'll see as many as 80 people on the water at one time in one act uh, behind five tow boats and uh, it's a real enjoyable show everybody that comes loves it i had the opportunity to see the this year's show just uh, i think it might have been the first weekend that you put it on and and the reason why i say that is it was hilarious because folks uh, weren't quite up to speed on some of the lines yet, and it led to a lot of improvisation, which was absolutely – I like shows like that, honestly, than the ones that go off, quote, without a hitch. Um, but it, it was a great, fun show for, for, for all ages. And I'll tell you right now, if you guys have not seen the Lake City Skiers yet, uh, you should put that on the list. And we'll talk more about why here coming up. But uh, great to have you guys here. And this is going to be – Corey, this is going to be interesting. Uh, the compare and contrast be, 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 between the two. It, it's kind of difficult, like I was sharing before we started. I what it sure. meant, Jack, because I was like, I That's understand okay. the ski show, and I understand that, but then I'm like, wakeboarding? I've never done it myself. Sure. So I was interested, and then what you guys offer at Winona Lake sure. is unique. Yeah, definitely. Since we do have visitors that ask about those aspects and learning other types of water sporting, you know, so those are just an opportunity to share case. So it was pretty unique. So, so I enjoyed how, it. how long is the wake surfing? Um, how long you've been active? You know, how long has this been a thing for the Winona Lake? No, area? this is right, brand right new. Here. This is mm-hmm. actually brand new. Um, I'm a college student at Grace. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I'll be a junior next year. Um, I'm studying business. So I thought what better way to practice what I'm learning than to actually put it into practice. Uh, so I had this idea about last fall and I just kind of Went as I uh, went to classes and stuff, just kind of slowly built up a business plan and kind of got things ready. And then in May, we had our official uh, grand opening with the Chamber of Commerce. And so uh, beginning of May, we opened up. Um, clients started coming in about July, actually. July was really, really busy for us. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure why. I think just because of the weather and how much warmer it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, June was kind of slow, just kind of getting the word out and making it aware that we are there. Uh, we also do tours as well, like boat tours and so right around where, the lake. Where are you? Here in Winona. So right on the lake. Uh, we have a partnership with Lake House uh, Surf Shop. Okay. So we cons- consider that our office. Uh, we meet there, drop off there um, so customers can come in and, you know, if they want to look around in the store for a little bit, you know, help them out, they can, and they pick up and drop off right at their dock. Okay, so they can they schedule or yep. So the, walk me through how that works. Yeah, so they can go on our website and there's like a third party app that they can pick their day time. You know how long they want to go out for. Is it a surfing session or is it a tour? Mm-hmm. Or you can make it as simple as just give me a call. Let me know what you want to do, what you're looking to get out of it. Who's in your groups? Like the numbers, and I can help you schedule and figure out what's best for that group. Well, we appreciate the offering of the tours on Winona Lake because we do get 
visitors and couples that want to do that. And sometimes our other offerings are more on a larger group. So having that option, in addition to all the things we do likewise in Kaskaskia sure. County is great because a, a lot of people just enjoy that. They want to go be on Winona Lake. They want to see that. So that's an awesome option. Definitely. So thank you. That's wonderful. So and, you mentioned groups. Yeah. So you mentioned groups. And so how many can wake surf at a time? Yeah. So uh, we allow up to six people um, in our group. I had a uh, inspection done through the Indiana DNR and um, I could have got approved for like 10 or more uh, in our group. But for me personally, that's just too much to handle at once. So six, I thought was a decent amount. And so on board, it's uh, me and then another crewmate that I have that is a friend of mine that's been out with me on the lake all the time ever since we were little. So he helps me out. Um, so yeah, groups of one to six and then uh, any ages. And uh, depending on who's actually going to be participating in wake surfing, you know, then I would say look for a longer time just because if you're a beginner, it probably takes about 30 to 30 minutes or so to fully, you know, get the technique down and understand it. And you're only pulling one person behind you at a time or yep. you, are, are you doing what, uh, what, what Chuck no, does sir. here and decides <laughs> to pull no, 80 sir. at one time? No, respect to Chuck. That's a, that's a <laughs> tough, that is a tough accomplishment, but that's pretty cool. Uh, no, just one person at a time, so everyone in the boat can enjoy their family members or friends, get to laugh, watch them go on the surfboard, mess around, and it's, it's a good time. Good, good. Chuck, uh, talk, talk, talk about the show, because I, I think there's a lot going on, not necessarily behind the scenes, because the shows are free, right? Correct. You said shows are free, so you go out there, you're putting on these free shows, and, and everybody involved has to practice. Chuck, what's the point? What's in it for you? Um it's just the, uh, uh, you know, bringing something to the community um, that is, you know, a source of entertainment for the whole family to come out and enjoy uh, without having to drop 30 or 50 bucks, you know, in an evening. Um, they can come out. They can watch a free ski show. Um, it kind of gets in your blood. Uh, I started in, well, I got into show skiing in 1986, and, you know, I've stayed with it through the years um it's just it's a fun sport it's enjoyable i just can't you know it, it's hard to explain unless you're actually get into it and try it for yourself but the group does i mean for example this year's show and we can say that we can say the title of this show, year's right, show yeah. right so yeah. it, it's it's a top gun themed kind of show um and somebody folks be like okay why this why that do you guys go and and then present this in a contest somewhere or do something with this beyond just entertaining or you is it building skills that are used in competition later or what goes on yeah we do we do competitions we do three competitions a year and this year we were able to host all three of our tournaments uh, we had the city of lakes tournament in june uh, we had seven teams that came to that tournament it was a it was a really good tournament it turned out well uh did we, you win we did not. Oh. We, we did not. You're close. We did not. Um, but then we had the Central Region Tournament this past weekend, and we did uh, receive the highest score in the team history. And we finished second uh, right behind one of the top five teams in the nation. Uh, so our next our next step is the Division One Nationals, which will be August 11th through 13th here at Hidden Lake. Yes. We're uh, – where do teams come from? Uh, all over the United States. Uh, Division One will bring uh, teams from the southern region. Uh, just heard today that North Carolina 
their team is coming. There'll be Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, uh, the Midwest region from Iowa, uh, Minnesota. So we'll have 14 of the top teams in the nation to compete that weekend. And, and how, Corey, that has to bring people here, right? It sure does. <laughs> Having um, – and I think that's one another reason why Kosciuszko County is so unique. It, it, and it is – Lake Sage Skiers is the only ski team per, competitive in the state of Indiana. So mm-hmm. that's unique in itself. But also the number of visitors that do come to watch your weekly shows – and compete on the and compete in the number of teams that you bring, because you've shared with me in the past a team has a, a, a variation of number that come with. So for Lake City skiers, how many is your total team? Right, right now we're just over 150 active members. Yes, um, about 80 skiing members, which is the largest the team's ever been. Yes, and the teams that will be coming. Uh, will vary in size anywhere from, you know, as as low as maybe 50 skiers to up near 200. Which uh, brings then their families and extended right. to. Right. There'll be over 2,500 athletes here that weekend. Yes, with their audiences. And so it's going to be a great weekend for Gasco County, for sure. Do all those teams bring their own boats too? Because you mentioned five boats with the right. Lake City skiers. Yeah. And so I'm I'm starting to do the math here because I know the size of Hidden Lake. Okay. (laughs) If there's 14 teams showing up for the Nationals and they all bring five boats. Dude, where are you putting all those boats and who sells that much marine gas? Well, yes, all the teams do bring their own equipment, their own boats, uh, pickup boats, tow boats. Uh, We try to supply the barges, but if they would like to bring their own, they can do that. Um, We do have an area sectioned off for each team to park their equipment during the tournament. And then each team gets 20 minutes to set up for their entire show. They get one hour to perform 13 acts and 10 minutes to tear down from the site. So it's it's kind of hectic. Um, you know, you run and, and try to get everything set up and get your sound all tuned in and everything and then go with your show. And as soon as the show's over, then... You know, it's hustle and get everything out of the show site so the next team can get ready to go. So it's going to be a busy weekend. So I was curious, how did you get started? I mean, not only Lake City Skiers, but you too, Jack. Um, Like, what was that passion behind? Because Lake City Skiers has been here since 1989-ish. 89, correct. So, I mean, that's a long time performing and being here in... well, there was there was a, a handful of us that decided to go and watch a nationals tournament, and at that time there was no divisions; it was just nationals, and you had to win your state tournament to compete. Okay. So, a handful of us went up to Janesville and watched the nationals tournament. And speaking for myself, I got really excited when I seen what these teams were doing—the size of the acts they were putting out on the water and. And the themes and everything, and I said, "Man, we gotta, we gotta have this in Kosciuszko County. We gotta bring this back to Warsaw." Mm-hmm. And so we came back. We talked about it. We decided that we would start uh, a team here that would be a competitive show ski team, and that's kind of how it got started. Uh, we started out with about twenty-five members and a couple of tow boats. We didn't even have a lake to ski on at the time, mm-hmm. um, so uh, I searched around and I found out who owned Hidden Lake and that we could rent that lake. Um, later, 
some of our members, Randy and Tracy Patrick, purchased the property there. And so, you know, it secured the, the site for the team. Nice. And, you know, we've done a lot of development there since, and the team's just steadily growing. What's the makeup of the team? You, you, I think you mentioned ages, but outside of ages, what's the makeup of a competitive ski team here in Kosciuszko County? Well, I mean, and you know, we have uh, we have several girls, several guys on the team. Uh, age range is you know from six years old to sixties uh, year old. You know, uh, depends on uh, whether they're behind the scenes working or out on the water skiing. Uh, we do have people in that age range on both ends that are still skiing, you know, in acts. Um, so that's that's kind of the the makeup of the team as far as anybody can join. Um, we have people from all walks of life that are uh, involved in the in the team. Yeah. So you know that's really a great thing because one of the nicest things about the show the show team is it's a whole family can be involved. It's not all of the family watching one athlete out on a field, um, you know, performing. The whole family can perform together. Uh, we, have, we have people out there that both the parents and the kids are out there skiing together mm-hmm. in these acts. So, you know, it's, that's really cool to see. So it's um – Different, completely different aspect on, on on the wake surfing, surfing. But once again, I would assume we're talking a lot of family involvement here. Because when people go out, it's not like uh, the kids decide they want to go do it, and mom and dad just sure. hang back. So sure. you're catering to a family family dynamic too here. Why not a wake surf, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's enjoyable for everybody, and actually, so for all the customers and clients that we've had this summer. Almost every single one has been out of town visiting or they have family here. They're here for the weekend, whatever it may be. Uh, there was a few locals, I mean, the surrounding area like Goshen or uh, maybe in our town, but majority are from out of town. And that's kind of where I got the inspiration from. And it's just, you know, getting that experience of wake surfing itself. It's enjoyable for everybody. And um, to see the smile on someone's face when they figure out that they're able to do something like that it's worth it all. You know, it's that right there is priceless and showing somebody that, that they're able to do something like that and that, you know, make them feel good about themselves and the whole family can come out and have a great time. That's fantastic. I I appreciate you sharing that with us because we love hearing those types of stories. And, and it, again, I know I probably say this often and Jody and Ryan probably hear me say it, but this is what, what makes our area so unique. I mean, those, I mean, our lakes is it, but it is so unique coming from a different area of our state here and learning so much different being so close to home. So we appreciate you sharing that. So a question that's a little different, um, outside of what you do with your teams and with your organizations, is there other things you like to do on the water that isn't ski related? Random curiosity. Um, go for recreation wise. My, my, my whole world is pretty much um show skiing gotcha. um you know i i do enjoy fishing uh you know it's it, and kosciuszko county has a great venue for fishermen uh there's so many lakes in the county uh there's a lot of good fishing here in in the county so you know if, if i'm not show skiing you know that's what i would be doing gotcha. but most of my life is consumed with with the well, show ski 
I'm going to take it this way. So I'm going to force him to answer the question. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you do when it's cold, Chuck? Good question. We and you can't show ski. We practice inside. <laughs> He's got you. He got me. He got me. Um, all right. Fine then. <laughs> right. right let, let me take this a different way. Have you ever tried fishing on the river? Ooh, you know, yeah. I, I have done some river fishing, and it is a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's a little different than just going out on the lake. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, river fishing is you know haven't done it for a while, but it's very enjoyable. I, I said deliberately. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> it, it, you know, Kosciuszko County is again, it's a, a perfect place for mm-hmm. you know for that sport. Yeah, right. And I think river fishing is a great way to start for a lot of people who are like, I'm not so sure if I want to be out on a boat in the middle where you can possibly stand up or just on the shore. Mm. Especially my son, he likes to fish with his grandfather, but I don't think he's ready to be in a boat and do all of that. So being on the shore is the perfect place. So it's a good, good example. So Now, for when you're not pulling people around wake surfing, sure. right? I mean, again, you're a college student, so I know that you're still focused a little bit on finishing up that degree, but, sure. but what, what – what other activities in this county, in this area, are you drawn to when you're not handling yours? Well, I mean, the lake is always a place to be in the summertime, regardless. You know, I believe there's 100 and, 106 lakes in our county or something like that. So, you know, being yeah. from this area, that's kind of what I grew up in. Uh, same as Chuck. I, I enjoy fishing from everywhere, uh, but especially around here. I'm always in the water doing something, whether that's swimming, hanging out, uh, just floating around um, on a jet ski or you never know. Um, but in this area, Winona is amazing. Um, the shops and the canal down there, that itself is awesome. Um, I like to mountain bike. I hang out around Winona all the time with the mountain bike trails and the walking trails. Um, that right there is kind of my sweet spot, and I love to be there. That's great. Describe the business climate here. I mean, you're, you you just started the business, yep. you know, it was a little – so, you know – Indiana and, and Kosciuszko County as a business climate, how did you find it? Is it uh, warm, cold? How did it go? Um, I mean, I think we're still trying to find it. I mean, I think in any business, you're constantly trying to find it, right? It's always changing, always shifting. Um, but for me, I think the biggest thing was just trying to get the word out there and uh, making a name for ourselves and just, you know, showing people that we're official and legit and, you know, we know what, what, what we're talking about, what we're doing. Um, I think as soon as we got that established, um, I think once someone, once the first group started to come out, I think everything just started to roll. And uh, the best way to advertise is the word of mouth. So if people tell their friends about that and, you know, the family friends or what it might be, um, it'll work out in the end. I think uh, it's, again, it's a new business, first summer. Um, it's kind of just a trial and error. It's been a good experience for me overall. Um, starting from the ground to an actual functioning business has been pretty cool. Um, so overall, it's been a great learning experience. Did you, um, did you work with any of the uh, Grace College um, affiliates while you're building your business? To get I didn't, interest? actually. Um, I received some advice uh, from some people in my life. Um, obviously, my parents were a huge help with me in determining what, which ways I should go and where I should, where I should focus on. Um, but for the most part, I just you know had this idea and I – uh, with the the connections I had, you know, it's always good to seek counsel from other people, and mm. you know, networking is huge. Whether it's someone can help you out for one thing, or a buddy's buddy, buddy, you know, you, you just never know. Um, so I think I just kind of it was a slow process, but that's how the best things are built. 
took my time and really just kind of went to class and learned things, brought it back home and threw it on my business. So I was able to use things I learned in school. Fantastic. That is fantastic. Because we're always, when we're looking at business, there's so many different factors that go into it. So that was a, thank you for sharing that, especially with with Grace and all our organizations like myself. We appreciate sure. you doing what you guys do and showcasing Kosciuszko County. And so uh, I know that you guys always ask some other questions, but I was going to th- throw off here. Um Choosing Kosciuszko County um, beyond like as a business opportunity here. Um, is there advice that you hear from visitors or people within the community that could be great feedback for people like myself on how we can continue to grow our community and showcase it? Never hear about any of that from maybe a different perspective, throwing it out there. Oh, you know, being involved in the promotion and advertising part for the team um i get a lot of feedback uh, <laughs> get a lot of suggestions some good some bad um but i don't hear any i, I never really hear any complaints everybody loves Kosciuszko county they love the environment here um the businesses are great here in town uh very supportive of promoting the county and and promoting the um the different um Things just like the ski team and, and the wake surfing, uh, really, you know, they really get behind uh, what's going on in the county and really support that. Okay, good to hear. Yeah, I mean, exactly what Chuck said. This county's amazing. Um, even just for me, uh, being younger than most people that I've been around with trying to grow this business, I've felt so welcomed amongst the community and just the support that I've received has been amazing. Um, and just to see how close knit our community is and our businesses, it's awesome. And from the people that came out that aren't from here, I just, man, it's, they love it. Like they think it's the best place ever. And I've had friends that aren't from here come to visit and they just want to stay. It's like, they can't believe that, that this place is in the middle of Indiana. And it's like growing up here and stuff. I think we can oftentimes take that for granted, but you go travel somewhere and leave for a week and come back. You'll think differently. So what's next? For, for, for both of your, I'm going to call it business. I know we're talking club over here, but, but, but what's next? What's the next step beyond wake surfing? You know, um, I've had people ask about tubing. I've had people ask about wakeboarding, skiing. Uh, but for me, I think we'll probably just stick with wake surfing. Um, easiest and the safest. I don't really feel comfortable pulling a bunch of strangers on a tube mm-hmm. behind the boat, right? Um, so I don't know. I think as of now, I you know try to tell myself just to go day by day and see what happens, see where it goes. Um, if we come back next summer, we do. If we don't, then maybe the next summer after that. But as of now, I'll just continue to see what happens. I think we'll be able to push it, I'd say, late September. I mean, we were on the lake until late October. So just depending on what, what people can tolerate of the water temperature-wise. <laughs> uh, but for us, we're out there pretty late. So if people want to sign up, they can do so. Chuck, what's next for you guys? I mean, first of all, winning the competition in August is, is next up. But That's next uh, you know, as you Lake City Skiers continues to do what you've done since the late 80s, what, what's next? Uh, you know, really for us, it's, it's maintaining the team, um, keeping the, um, the membership up to be able to perform these larger shows. Um, something that we did this year, we've had a lot of milestones this year. We put 20 girls in our ballet line. Uh, we've never had that before. We did three, four tier pyramids for our final pyramid. 
um, in competition, uh, something that we hadn't accomplished before. Four-man front flip off the jump, you know. So we're going to continue to try to build on that and increase the the crowd appeal in the show itself and the acts. And then also we'll continue to bid on the nationals tournaments, you know, to bring those here. Uh, hopefully, you know, every three years. And then we're looking ahead at bidding on the world's tournament. Um, which would be fantastic because right now I believe there's uh, six nations that have teams. Uh, it was in Florida this past year. It'll be in Australia this year. Um, and that's another thing, too, is after our nationals tournament in August, on that Monday and Tuesday, Team USA will be practicing at our lake for those two days. So, you know, and people can come out and watch that if they want to. So let's let's do a little bit of business work behind that. When you say bidding on, uh, you know, most people in athletics are familiar with, you know, when Indianapolis bids on the NCAA's and all that. It comes down to the economic impact for the community, and it, that factors into the bids. If we would get the Nationals again, uh, and then the Worlds, Chuck, what is the financial impact to the greater Kosciuszko County area? that could come out of that if, if a bid was successful? Well, this, this year in particular, just between our shows and the tournaments that we're hosting, uh, we're looking at about a $12 million, $12 to $15 million financial impact for the community. Uh, the Nationals will bring brings 4 to $6 million itself. Um, the World's Tournament would be um, somewhere in that neighborhood as well, um, you know, for financial impact. That's pretty cool. It's pretty huge. Uh, that's pretty cool. And before we get to the signature question, I do, Chuck, you keep mentioning club-based, keeping membership up. What's it take to be a member of Lake uh, City Skiers? Uh, you, you need to be a member of USA Water Ski and because they're the, um, you know, the, um, they're over all of show skiing, you know, three event skiing, all of that and everything. So we have to have all of our members be a member of USA Water Ski. And then uh, a $75 membership fee. And Do I have to know how to ski, Chuck? You don't know, have to know how to ski. It is great if you do, yeah. um, but you do not have to know how to ski. We've had skiers that have came in, um, started with a team when they were like five, six years old, and by the time they were in their 20s, they were off skiing professional um, all over the world. Uh, so, you know, we have skiers right now that are skiing professional. We have some of them that come in and ski with us, uh, you know, when they're able to. Um, and, you know, it's, um, it's a great opportunity for anyone who just loves water skiing. Awesome. Well, we've come to the time here. We're 30 minutes in already, and we always have to finish our podcasts off with the signature question. Now, if you guys listened and, and, and paid attention to any of these before, you know what's coming. If you haven't, we'll be able to tell very quickly as panic sets into your eyes. Uh, but for, for this, we're going to go over to uh, Miss Humes to take care of this. All right. So the signature phrase our question is asked is, what does the phrase clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? And whoever wants to go, Chuck or Take Jack. it away, Chuck. <laughs> um, to me, you know, I, I think about the, the lakes and the streams here. Uh, the water is so clear here. And, 
you know, I've I've been to other tournament sites in different states, and we've skied a lot of travel shows and stuff. It's just not anything close to what we have here. Um, and, of course, the community is a whole different atmosphere. Um, you know, it's friendly. Uh, we hear that a lot from teams that come in. They can't believe how open and welcoming the community is. Um, I think that sets us apart. Uh, and, you know, back to the clear streams and, and lakes, we have members from other teams that come, and they, they cannot believe how clear our lake is. They will stand at the end of our dock. They look down and say, it's not very deep here, is it? And I say, well, jump in. It's like 20 feet right there. And they're like, no way. And they're like, we don't have this at our at our site. So it's really, you know, to me, um, that's kind of kind of where I go with that thought. I think uh, I agree with all of what Chuck just said. But, um, I mean, it's kind of a broad question. You never really know. Um, but, yeah, I honestly, I'd say just with our community, um, you know, how just close-knit it is, you know. And I think everyone kind of has a clear idea of, um, you know, just the community and now everyone is so supportive. And I know that, you know, if you're starting a business or a club or a like type of uh, thing like that, you know, there's always people that'll be there to help you and that can support you and be able to reach out to. And I think that's what being a good community is all about. Fantastic. Fantastic. Cause we wind it down. Final shameless business plugs. When are you open? How do we get in touch with you? All of that. Wake Surf Winona. Give me as many deets and details as you want. All right. Uh, Monday through Saturday, we're open. Uh, earliest is uh, 8 a.m. Uh, closed by 9. Uh, you can schedule on our website or you can just simply uh, email me, text me, whichever is best for you. Our website is just wakesurfwinona.com. Uh, we're on Instagram as well. Um, so, yeah. Just- can I just walk into the lake house and say, hey, I want to go now? Need an hour in advance. All right. But for you, maybe just for you. All right. Maybe just yes. for me. Yes. All right. Shout, <laughs> shout outs. Who you got? All right. So we do shows every Tuesday and and Sunday nights at 6.30 p.m. Uh, on Sundays, we do a pre-show, which is our development skiers. Uh, about 20 minutes. Starts at 6 o'clock. You can get all the information on the team and on our schedule from lakecityskiers.org or on Facebook or Instagram. And if you're a horsepower junkie, you'll go and watch for the boats. They've got uh, one with three 300 horsepower outboards on the back, 900 horses on one boat, which I guess you need if you're going to be pulling 80 people around. So I guess it's not over the top just yet. But uh, lots of things to see and do out there as well. I enjoyed my time. I'm sure everybody else will as well. So, well, that brings us to the end of this Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Something about the water here, and this wraps up our small town big amenities series. We're going to be embarking on our next one very, very closely. Also want to give a shout out, of course, to uh, something near and dear to my heart, Tippy River Adventures. Also open for floats Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, book online, or call us group from Monday through Wednesday. If you have a big group, get in touch with us. We'll get you on the water. Corey, thanks for co-hosting these episodes. Thank you. It's always good to have you here. Always good to see you, my friend. Mr. Claypool. You too. And we'll have the next episode drop in two weeks. This is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. 
If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, Clearly Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.